When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Everybody on this video took a bump before they shot it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they had the little spoon on the, on the uh, necklace. On the chain. Right? <sighs> it's time to party. By the way, if you can't feel good hearing this song, you can't feel good. Yeah, yeah. You, if somebody in this party and they not dancing, they about to rob everybody. Yeah, right, right. They're the only, one, they're the only ones on like, the Like, yo, wall. What, what's wrong, big dog? All these women in here care about these chicks. Like, oh, man. See, see that go, song? Son. That song, to me, is like you could hear the influence into, like, Off the Wall. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You, that's, so, that's, that's the type of song, like, when you hear that song, there's a lot of Michael Jackson, like, not influence. A lot, lot of Barry Gordy. Michael was influenced. Right, Barry Gordy, right. Influenced by this, this stuff, Quincy Jones. Like, this is the yeah, kind Quincy, of stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, 800 919 3776 is the number. We'll get back to your calls momentarily. Uh, but Bart, let's get NFL stuff right now because the, the, the it's combine about to get juicy. It's about yep. to get juicy, baby. And it's not, it's like I said, the combine, a lot of the people we get caught up in the players and who's Olympics. Yes. Caleb Williams not going to throw, which is not a surprise. Um, he's he knows he's going number one. There's no reason from the do Penix, anything. Penix, Penix has to throw. You the think so? Yeah. The throw of the oh, he was so competitive. The pro day. Remember the, remember the throw, the pro day season. Oh lord, yeah, that was yeah, Zach Wilson. And now, we, now we're trying to trade his ass. And it was uh, Anthony. Was it uh, Anthony Richardson last year? Right? Yeah. Wasn't he the one throwing off his knees like seventy yards? Mm-hmm. Right. That got everybody's attention. Got yeah. him excited. Yeah, I was on the team that fell for that too. His name yeah, was well, Kyle Bowler. Well, look. So did the Colts, and he's turned into a good player. Right? Yeah, he you know he said he was an alien and realized that everybody's an alien in the pros <laughs> in the, in the, and got right. his ass got it put his ass right on the IR list. Oh, you're yeah. an alien. Okay, mm-hmm. so well, we, you're an alien. This this is uh, Men in Black. I'm about to show you what's up. This neuralizer <laughs> gun. All right, so um, one name that you kept bringing up. So this just so everybody knows, not only just the players in the draft. This is also when the business starts to pick up because oh, you yeah. know all the GMs come together, all the scouts are around. Everybody's around. All the, now. All the agents are in, and the agents are starting to like shake movers and shakers, and let's let's start get the business going. So the business unofficially starts to happen right now. Oh yeah, this is when free agents get signing signing deals right there too. And this is also where guys you thought were available are now no longer available. So it was official this morning. The Bengals made uh, their franchise tag on <clears throat> T Higgins. You Which, said this was a possibility. Which and, may mean nothing, right? Because that's just protecting them to see if they can get a deal and they can remove the, the, the yeah. franchise tag. Well, they have till next week, March 5th, to do this. So the Giants also are facing the same thing with Saquon Barkley. The right? Saquon's out of there, man. Ain't nobody. They, did they, did they, they didn't franchise Saquon, did they? That would have been. No, it hasn't, that hasn't. We haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I'm they, just saying that, that yeah. the Giants could if they wanted to. Right? They could. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Trizzle. So with him now off the table. It doesn't leave a lot of, you yeah, know. Yeah, it does. Oh? Yeah, you got Michael Pittman. Has he been franchised? Well, I'm going to give you, Bill Barnwell just put out, like, his his different levels of different free agencies oh, for the positions, I, right? I love when Bill speaks. I know you love Bill Barnwell. 
Um, and I want to get to the offensive lineman in a moment. But before we get to that, that's on the Jets side of thing. But you know what? He he only gave us – he did not give us wide receivers. He only gave us quarterbacks, tight ends, and offensive linemen. Yeah, he's trying he try to just slow drip it. Ugh, slow drip drives he, he me crazy. Out, so. I but I'm here, I'm here. I'm here to release the valve. You release the valve. Then you tell me then. All right, so with T. Higgins, let's just essentially say off the table, right? Like the yeah. Bengals can negotiate with him still, but he, they, they've protected uh, the T. themselves. Higgins, T. Higgins made sense for the Giants, not the Jets anyway. Well, I was talking about the Giants. Okay. The, the yeah, Giants made, need to get a wide receiver. Let, let's be honest. Yeah. They, if they don't get one in the draft, which I still think Malik Neighbors is probably their best option, right? Yep. All right, so that's probably where they're going to have to go. But what else is there that – and I know you're going to bring up Boyd because they can't sign everybody in, in right. Cincinnati. Yeah. And then who was the other name? Oh, you gave me Pittman? Like, like where are oh, you going it's, it's, it's plenty. It's plenty. if you're the Giants? I mean, for me, I'm going Malik, Malik Neighbors, and then I'm in looking the for – and I'm looking for a secondary type of receiver, like maybe Tyler Boyd that's cheaper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend my money on these big-time – um, guards that are out there or centers. Okay. You know, well, uh, no, 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 we're not doing that yet. We're not going to linemen yet. I'm just talking about wide yeah, receivers yeah. right now because I want to give ta- you the I'm just, ta- I'm just talking about. I'm just telling you the strategy. Okay. Right. Because I'm figuring, hey, if I'm gonna spend money, I may it may be cheaper for me to go spend my money on a guard than it is a a um a um wide receiver because wide receivers top guys like T Higgins are going to cost you like 20 million 21 million dollars mm-hmm. annually so that's five for but the Giants need a number one yeah but I think I think Malik neighbors can come in and be number one and shut it down as day a rookie one. I think day one he could be chase he can be he, he can be a guy like chase uh chase young not okay. chase young uh Jamar chase I know you meant so so now you're saying, okay, you can do it that way. Then you don't have to spend that type of money. And then he's going to be there for five years at a reasonable rate. And then you can go out and spend money. I'm telling you, it's a lot of offensive linemen that's out there, in my opinion. So spend that money there if you're the Giants. Get the linemen because you don't want to – like the Giants have proven that they're like 50% in drafting linemen and developing them, right? You need the linemen that's going to give you instant – uh, impact. So if you can move, if you can move a guy like um, Evan Neal to guard, and Smith is good, and uh, Thomas is good, and you draft one, then now you can you can maybe protect Evan Neal a little bit in between a good center and maybe a great left tackle. Especially if you move him to left guard. Okay. Right? You, you move him to left guard, then now he's pre- he he's between Thomas and Smith. All right. So so let's let's not get ahead of ourselves then. Let, let's okay. go through. If we're going to move on from the wide receiver part of it, then no, I can name I can name you some good wide receivers though. Yeah, but you you didn't, which means there there aren't any. No, no, so, Calvin Ridley is a dude. Come on now, it's Calvin okay, Ridley. Okay, so then why and didn't the, you just go there? The, the like, reason I was trying the, to get you to go there. The, the reason Calvin like, Ridley if, is if, going, if not T Higgins, then who? And yeah, then you the went reason right why Cal- Yeah, the reason why Calvin Ridley is going to be available is because uh, Jacksonville, if he's on the roster, has to give Atlanta a second round draft pick. Right. So they're not going to give him up a second round draft pick. That's valuable as hell. Okay. So he's going to be available. Gabe, big Gabe, big play. Gabe, that's on. That's on. That's on day ball. That's on day ball, right? That's a big one, right? Because he knows if he's the truth. He get hurt a lot though. Hmm. Last year he was hurt a little bit, but big play Gabe was like the man the year before, right? And day ball, he shined under day ball system. That's when he put up like two hundred yards against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And so you have to ask yourself, like. um, how how much does does 
Dayball believe he can be a number one, right? Because if you're paying him to come here, he's going to be paid as a number one. Yes. Dayball had him as a thriving number two. So he's there. Let me give My, you Michael names. Pittman, I, I, Michael right. Pittman, Michael Pittman. Can I Pittman. do it this way? Mm-hmm. I want to give you names, and then I want you to just say for the Giant, like, yeah, no. Okay? okay. Guys who are expected to be free agents. Um, so Carolina has, if you remember, DJ Chark. No boy, no. No. He's 6'3". He's, 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 he's what you're looking for as far as no, size, right? No, no, I'm looking for a great receiver. I don't care what size he is. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's why I'm asking you is because, you know, he's going to be available. He's He's been good. Like, it's not like he's he's not a bum. Uh, uh, Curtis Samuel. No, nah, he's all, talking about always hurt. Always hurt. How many times right. do you how many times do you remember yeah, you him? Can't, you can't rely on a guy like that. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that. Okay. So that's that's your first reaction. You know, Odell's not going to be a guy that they'll they'll look for. He's not, he, he's not an upgrade. Odell had 550 yards, 35 receptions last year. And yes, mm-hmm. I know he was playing on a team where it was a running team, but Zay Flowers was the guy that shined. I need a guy that shines bright like a diamond. I could see Odell as a secondary, like later on signing for the Giants because he. I think he'd want to be back in this market. I think that. I think he'll also talk to the Jets. But Odell's ring chasing though too. Though. That, well, yeah, yeah he, he'll, which is why he, the Jets gonna, will be on his radar. Yeah, he's going to talk to the Jets, but he's going to have to be a cheaper. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, much cheaper. Remember, he was in the conversation. Remember the last year, and they didn't. They didn't go. Yeah, yeah. he and he no, he, he took the money from the from the Ravens. He right. didn't think the Ravens were going to pay that much money, and Ravens put a lot of money out. You mentioned Tyler Boyd. You like you like him as a as a potential he's, option, right? He, he's is, a but second, he, third yeah. guy at best. All right, is he really going to be? You know, I mean, I can't believe he's already thirty. That's hard to believe. Um, how do you feel about Darnell Mooney? He's a gadget guy from Chicago. He's mm-hmm. he's solid, but he he's like a late, like okay, I've already went through the draft. He's like a McCall McCole Harmon type of guy that you you you, you play sign like but after that. that. Doesn't He'll that kind of fit? Late. Doesn't that fit though? What what Dable likes to do? Nah, that's he, why they got Wondell but, Robinson, but, but, right? But they already got two of those. Yeah, but he again stay on the field. Please. But you got Robinson and the other kid. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, you drafted him early last year. Uh, Gabe Davis is somebody you keep talking about. You feel, you feel, you know. Well, for him, for them, because he knows them. He knows the system. So he's going right. to come in and he's going to know the checks. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a system that he knows well. So it's, and he's still very young. But does he have big, like you call him big play Gabe, like, but does he have, remember when you're, when you're he, signing he somebody to be Kenny, a number one, be I need Galladay. you to be in every yeah. game. Right. That's what I'm talking about. You don't want about. him to come in and be Kenny Galladay. And people no. are like, yo, he can't live up to those expectations. Yeah. Another name. Hollywood Brown, you've brought up. Eh, too little. Don't I think. love him. Yo, he, inconsistent. Yo, he's he's not, not a number one. one, right? Like he, nah, he wasn't number one with Lamar, but that's because they were running the ball. Well, all they the had time. to, and he had over a thousand yards twice there. Yeah, twelve hundred yards receiving one right. year. But so the so so here's the th- Calvin Ridley, the thing that you brought up here, and he's he's a I think one of the biggest names. And you're right. So they, they it was a conditional third round pick they that. Um, the Jaguars traded for him. Mm-hmm. It does become a second round pick uh, if they re-sign him. That's what it was. It's not a, it, so. If they re-sign him, they'd be giving that up as well. Now, I mean, is it worth it for a guy that can be productive? A second round pick? It might be. When you think about that, he's still he's still young. They, I mean, they, relatively Jack, young. Jack, I, Jack, I, I didn't realize he'd be thirty though. Yeah, Jack, yeah, they, yeah. Been in the league yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. Jacksonville is going to let him go. So they're going to let him go. 
Uh, yeah, okay. he missed a year. They're they going to let him go. They got to pay Josh Allen a billion dollars. <laughs> a billion. How about Michael Pittman, you said, right? Yeah, Michael, Michael Pittman, Pittman, but we're still waiting to see if he's going to get franchise tag. Michael Pittman is, is – is, he would he would do the job. Yeah. He, he's he really did. come on the last couple of years. Yes, and when you get, who's throwing to him? You know, that's been the other thing. They've gone through a lot of yeah. quarterbacks. There. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Mike Evans is a name you haven't brought up yet. Is he too old to bring him in and make him your number one? He's no, going to be 31 years old this uh, during camp. No, you got to ask yourself what that deal is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, because remember, remember, Devontae Adams got paid, and he hasn't dipped in productivity out there with um, the Raiders. No. Nope. And he signed when he was 30. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I'm not, wor- I'm not worried about that. Um, you know, if it's a five-year deal, it's really only three years of guarantees anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not a big deal. And the, the thing is, and what we really haven't mentioned for our listeners, is that the uh, salary cap is going up. By it's going up exponentially. 30, yeah, 30 million. Yeah, so that's going to change a lot. Uh, people that, you know, you got more money now to spend. How much does that benefit the Kansas City Chiefs? I think they raised it that much just for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, really for the 49ers. That's yeah. big for them too. Yeah. You know, because now they can – remember you said they were going to have to make some decisions. Now they don't have to. Yeah, because, they, you know, they, they got to try. They gave up first round for uh, Chase Young. And you also have talked a lot about, like, certain quarterbacks who got paid. Now the bill is going to be up – because the, the extensions that have kicked in, right? Like you've yeah. mentioned this. Yeah. Who, who are the? There's a couple of teams where you're like, well, you know, eventually now, like the extension is now starting for uh, Jalen Hurts. Remember, because yeah. he was, so that's that money's going to kick in. Mm-hmm. You know, you heard, man, you talk about. We didn't know like that Philly was just bad off. You hear where Fletcher Cox came out talking about like uh, Jalen Hurts changed and all that stuff. You can tell that's he on his good. way out. He like he like then the the, back, the big guy that that would be around Sirianni was there to keep him in check from acting crazy. Like he had a, a crazy coach. Like he the had, big who the had the a crazy guard. coach Sirianni. Mm. That big guy because they say he act like a child, a petulant child on the sidelines. Like is like Fletcher Cox also said that you know Jalen Hurts changed and like he called him out in meetings twice about yeah, not having I'm, no emotion or passion like crazy yeah so I'm fu- so, I'm fu- so yeah. it's getting it's getting dark over there in Philly man like yo like you can see Sirianni if this goes bad not being the coach next year because that's crazy yeah that's like dumb. we who knew it was worse it's worse than we thought just imagine like two of the teams within this division. We hear the things that came out about Dayball and the Giants, and now we hear what's going on with Philly. Like, yo, it's man, Washington might have a shot. Well, um, Adam Schefter did dispute a lot of the stuff that you're talking about, just so you know. What about Sirianni? About what uh, yeah. Fletcher Cox said? Yes, about all that stuff. Yeah, because it didn't come from Fletcher Cox, just so you know. It came from someone else who said Fletcher Cox felt this way. Oh, okay. So some of that stuff was shot down, but Listen, still. But the fact that Sirianni, after winning ten games, had to go talk to the principal's office and had to fire both his coordinators. Yeah, that, that you could see that they weren't right as a as a something group. going something going on there. You could see they weren't right. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, the AJ Brown part though, that stuff really gets your attention because. Like first of all, here, here's AJ Brown talking about people that said that he and Jalen Hurts didn't get along. You know, I think that's total BS. You know, I'm not going to get into me and his relationship uh, on the air, but it's total BS. It wasn't It wasn't a problem when I was on my six-game game streak. They wasn't talking about that then. So they, they only started talking about that when we started losing. So, of course, yeah, you see friction. You see friction from everybody. 
from from the coaches, the players, from everybody. So yeah. So there you go. And then the other question about him and his future in Philadelphia, does he want to be there? I have no problem. I want to be here. As simple as that. I love where I'm at. As simple as that. Next question. See? Like, like I think what happens yeah, do, when you do. lose is everybody starts to then create the drama yeah, but and do they build want up him? this whole notion. Well, do, that's that but, needs to be answered. But do they want him? Because Devontae Smith is a first-round draft pick. And- mm-hmm. But with this cap, that's what I want to ask you, though. With this salary cap explosion, do they have to make that choice now? Yeah, but they already gave their uh, quarterback a uh, explosion, so yeah. you have to ask yourself that. But yeah, but you just got thirty million dollars. Yeah, I get you, it. Everybody just got thirty million dollars. People gonna ask for more. That's money. a lot of money. See, but the market has changed though. They and, and Philly has a lot of issues on the side, right? But because you know, but no. My point is though, it's like you don't I, have to sign they, anybody. Yeah. They already under contract. You don't have to now say, well. You know, this is going to cost us because now Jalen's contract's kicking in. It's going to cost. It doesn't cost well, you now. Well, it's going to cost them because they need upgrades at certain positions because they were well, exposed secondary. on defense, yes. right? So, what what does it, what does the number one corner in football cost you? Mm. Twenty million dollars a year. So you're spending 20, that up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What is what is a what is a top safety cost you? About fifteen to sixteen million. Right. They need a linebacker. So if they want a guy like Patrick Queen or a guy like uh, Devin White, that's going to cost you about. Eighteen million. How much does this help the Jets? You tell me that one. They the Jets still they're they're sixteenth right now. They only got like fifteen million. They got to extend um, C.J. Mosley. They're like twenty first in the league as far as salary cap. They still have to make some decisions. Um, they have to like extend some guys, uh, C.J. Mosley to to get that salary cap down. Um, Maybe wait. An extra thirty doesn't help them. Well, they're still sixteenth. You know what I mean? Like they're in still, cap space? They're still, they're still 21st in the league in, in salary cap space, yes. The Giants okay. are 16th, I believe. Okay. Well, they, like well, Teams like like Washington, uh, Houston, man, they got like $82 million in salary cap space. I just went to over the cap just to just to corroborate your information. And, um, yeah, the, the, the Jets are – yeah, the, the Jets have right now $12.7 million in cap space. Yeah, that's not a whole lot. No, it's not, especially when – I'm cutting. I'm cutting. Lincoln, I'm cutting. Lincoln Thomason. Okay. Uh, they have 18 million in dead money. That's not good. Um, but but you need a backup quarterback, and that hasn't even been discussed yet. Yeah, I'm going to Kobe Brissett. They, listen, they, they, listen, they're well, going to work some magic. They, they're going to free about 50 million. But I think when it's all said and done, they just have 50 million dollars in salary cap space when they start releasing people. You mm-hmm. probably release C.J. Uzama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Lawson money is all should be off the books this year. Now. I mean, yeah, and they've got to think about the future because obviously Garrett, Brees, like you're going to have to pay and, and Sauce. That's all going to right. And, and Brees is sooner than those two. But guys. but but that's the thing. You're assuming you're assuming that you know Brees is two more years. But you're assuming that when um, that when it's time to pay these guys, Aaron Rodgers is gone. Mm, that's true. Uh, so, so 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 that changes everything. You're still going to need somebody to play quarterback then. Um, yeah, that's why I think I think the Jets should you know maybe Jacoby Brissett, but Tyler Huntley. You know the backup for the Ravens because they've already um, they brought another guy in too. Really? Um, yeah. Doesn't he the Ravens play a lot? are. He, doesn't he play a much different way though? Like to play to have no, no, him no, no, as your no, backup. No, to no, Aaron? no. He he played that way because that's the way Lamar played. But now he's the backup, so now he's playing how Lamar played. Right before right. the system was the RPOs, the run in, and all that stuff, and he right. didn't do it as good as as, um, as Lamar. Yeah. But now. Now, now that the offense has changed in Baltimore, now he's playing in the pocket. Okay. All right. He's a guy like Tyrod Taylor. Like I said before last week when you were in, um, that 
Rex tried to trade for Tyrod Taylor to be Mark Sanchez backup like early on, mm-hmm. and the Ravens blocked it. But Tyler Huntley is a free agent now because he's been there for four years, and the Ravens um, replaced him last year as well. Just yeah. so people know that they replaced – well, they brought in a, another uh, quarterback. Uh, oddly enough, I mean, Black History Month, the Ravens are the only team in, in, in the NFL that has um, an all-black quarterback room. T. Martin is their quarterback's coach, African-American, used to play for the University of Tennessee, and all three of their backups, including and their starter, is African-American. How about that? Is that the first time ever? Yeah. Right? Like all all the quarterbacks are all black. That's the, that's the first time ever, including um, Grambling. <laughs> including Grambling. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then last but not least on this, and again, 800-919-3776, um, is now that we're getting into business, do you expect to hear anything on the Devontae Adams front? It's being discussed. You know, we know like last year, you know, everything was being discussed about, you know, um, about, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers at the at the combine, right? Yeah. When he was talking and mentioning mm-hmm. stuff and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely believe that, you know, it, you could hear something, uh, but they're going to hold it close to the vest. Um, well, they have to, of course. Like, you don't want to get like, another team involved. That's what, see, to yeah. me, I wouldn't want to get it out. I would want the Raiders to say publicly, we're not trading them. Yeah. I would want the Raiders to hold firm on that if they want to get my best offer. Because the minute you turn this into a bidding war, then I'm out. Like, then, then, like, we're done. Because that becomes a problem for me. If you, if all of a sudden I hear of another team that wants to bring them in, or they want to have them too. And so they want, because now it's like, this is not, you don't have time for that and you don't have the, the assets for it, in my opinion. Right, like the bigger need is is an offensive lineman, and you can you probably got to do in the draft and in free agency, as yeah. you said many times before. You got to rebuild the line. I can't get involved in a bidding war that holds up my assets for for Devonte Adams. I can't do it. But if I can get it done swiftly, I'd need to get it done. So I'm asking you. So you all right? So that's still a real thing that we should be paying attention to. No, absolutely. Absolutely, I'll be paying attention to that. I think that's that's mission number one. They they they, they need both. Really? They need both equally, right? You you got to have two guys for Aaron Rodgers, right? And if you're doing that, you're talking trading, you know, future assets. You know what I mean? Of course. So I, you can make that a a two and a four, like a twenty-five two mm-hmm. and a four, maybe a twenty-four-four. Yeah, a twenty, like a twenty-five, draft. four. No, a twenty-five. Well, I'm trying oh, you want all twenty-five picks. So you're not giving up anything from this current, this coming up draft. No, because if I'm the Raiders, I kind of would probably want something a little more immediate. No, nah, because listen, the coach just got there. He's gonna be there for a while. He ain't getting fired in one year. Well, he's been there, Antonio Pierce. Yeah, right? but it don't count. Like, like the GM is the one haircut. that is setting this thing up. Yeah, and that's his first blockbuster. He's got to get that. You know, you know, he's got to win. You know, you know he's got to win, right? Like if you're dealing, see, my opinion as, a, as if I was a GM, and I knew your situation. So Bart, you're you're the new GM, and you're about to make a blockbuster deal. It's going to benefit me. I'm getting the better player, but okay. I know that you have to win this. I know I have to make a deal that at least you can sell on paper as a win. 
Like you have to be able to present it as such. And I can walk away going, yeah, we gave up a lot. You know, yeah, yeah, we get, you know, like I'd rather take some criticism knowing I got the better player and let you walk away with people talking about how brilliant of a move it was. I'm fine with that because I know you need that. That's a good deal. That's what I think has to happen here. And I, I, I don't know what it'll take, but I don't know if it's going to take you have to wait till 2025 to have a draft pick because if, if I get Devontae Adams, my 2025 second round pick is going to be 60. Right? If things go the way it's supposed to go, mm-hmm. that pick's going to be super late. It's not going to be as valuable as but, what this year's is. But that's why the second pick is also going to be a pick that's usually a four that can be a three. So you get a two and a three, and that, that you know that's the yeah, math. That's, uh, once again, though, as I told you, like I'm looking yeah, at the Jets it. Jets probably got compensatory picks coming. Maybe I don't know what they. Yeah, have. I don't know. I don't know, but but I do know that it's it's a to me it's a very complicated. It's not as easy as you think. It's extremely complicated. But if Devontae Adams wants to go to the to the Jets, I think if he goes to them and says, "Hey, I want to get this done," I think yeah. they get it done. He's 32 years old. Right. You got you don't have your future quarterback, and if. Unless unless the Raiders say, all right, we all in, we trade him for Justin Fields. Right. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, how, how, like, right, how like you convince? Yeah, how are you convincing? Yeah, Aiden O'Connell. And the, and, 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 and the Jets only go so far, right? The, the Jets only go so far because it becomes a point where they say, all right, well, we'll just sign Calvin Ridley to a three-year deal. Well, maybe you do that. Yeah, that's, right. that's so, the other so, thing so, to watch. So, so have that, that leverage. I like that. I like that. Because have that leverage just in case. Because if, if this fails, you can't just go – um, what do we do now? Like you, yeah. you gotta have a fallback. Because you have Mike Evans leverage. too. Mike I mean, Evans, we know give they, me something. But you know, know they, say, I mean, we, we know they tried last year. They tried last year to do it early. Yeah, but that's the, the point is is to have something. And like I guess Derek Carr was sort of that leverage, right? Yep. Like oh, well, if we can't do Aaron Rodgers, we know we have Derek Carr in pocket. And the minute Derek Carr knew that Rodgers was in, he was gone. Yep. Because Derek Carr thought he was coming to the Jets. Like that was that that so, was so well happy known. we so happy we didn't do that. <laughs> well, we'll see how Dude, things go sucks. here. All right, is coming up. Of course, it's audio files. Does the gong work? Well, we'll find out. Stay with us, Barton Hahn, ninety-eight-seven ESPN. Gordon Damer at the ninety-eight point seven Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So the Rangers' ten-game winning streak stopped yesterday, but the blue shirt's still sitting pretty. Most points. And the Metropolitan Division tie for the most points in the Eastern Conference. Earlier this morning on DPH on Rothenberg, Rick and Dave were wondering if the Rangers are cup favorites. Correct me if you think I'm wrong, that the Rangers have as good a chance as anybody to win this thing. <sighs> no? I still think they I think they have to do something. But you don't think they're going to? I think they're going to, but I haven't seen right. them do anything yet. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if you told me right now it was the Rangers versus the you know Florida Panthers in the seven-game series. <sighs> I'm probably leaning Panthers. The Mika thing is a problem, dude. That has to be figured out. Like, Amika not being able to produce anything five-on-five five is a problem for you guys. And then on top of that, Panarin in the postseason. Right. Not being the same guy. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, welcome back, Barton Han. Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. So, I mean, it's amazing. You just go away for a minute and people come in and they just start breaking stuff. Treat so, the studio like a rental car. I mean, apparently, uh, the, the last audio files that was done ended in tragedy. As you, so Ty Butler filled in for me with you, and when you did audio files, this is how it sounded, and the, the crash you hear in the background is a devastating destruction of our beloved gong. Audio files. <laughs> <laughs> see, see what happens when you take all that creatine? What did he do? I think he used the wrong hand, first of all. Well, that's secondly, a I think he realized that Alan Hahn is a big man. So it was a little talk. bit out of his, his reach. So he overextended. So he wasn't he didn't have a strong base. So this thing and I saw Ray Dinahan sent me a photo of the carnage. RIP. And it, it was in shambles. So I don't know, Ray, do we still have a gong to work with? Oh, yeah. That was Wednesday when he overexerted himself and thought that you should try and break the gong to play music with the gong. Mm. So on Friday, I grabbed the gong and pulled that, it out this is of what there. We need. Yeah, we confiscated it. So we get the adults back in the room is what you yeah. just said there. Is that what you told me? That's right. Grownups came in and said, let's handle this the right way. This is not a toy. Yeah, I think we should get Ty tested for steroids. Probably. Well, you mentioned he does take creatine. It was a little, ra- ra- it was a little rage in there. You know what I mean? It's Sometimes it messes with your hormonal balance. You know what well, I mean? I, I think he was more fired up that he got to work with you. That's basically it. All right. Well, let's see how the gong sounds after all this. It's time for us to step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call Audio Files. The Audio Files. It's just beautiful. And, and the, that the, was beautiful. The, the beauty of that means that it was accuracy. Yes. Uh, where the hell did he hit it to make I it even make know. that it sound? It sounded like he just, you know those, uh, the garbage Dang can, on. the old mm-hmm. school garbage can, right? The aluminum ones. It sounded like somebody just kicked a garbage can and it rolled down the street. He does kind of look like that. He does. He does kind of look like Oscar like, the Grouch. Like, yeah, right. Like, like your neighbor who just came home drunk and just ran into all his garbage cans. They're just <laughs> rolling around. Or, or he'd get up and he'd trip over him. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's even worse. Fell right into the garbage can. <laughs> well, anyways, all right. So, that, that, so beside that. Hey, what would be a Mets season without it beginning with a key pitcher being injured? Not it's a season. T- it's a bad story here, and it's not a good Come one. On, so Senga. Kodai Senga. So over the weekend, you know, as you know, again, he had uh, a, a shoulder that was bothering him. He took a PRP shot over this weekend, and so they will now shut him down for three weeks, as Carlos Mendoza tells us. He flew to New York and got a PRP injection. It was recommended by the doctors. 
and Senga was on board with it. He's back today. Uh, everything went well, but now it could be a, a check, check in, you know, during those three weeks, you know. Uh, but the recommendation was three weeks. But again, it's flexible, it's fluid. Asking Senga how is how is he feeling and, and all that, but first 10 days are pretty much like the key of the, the whole thing. But uh, yeah, like I said, we'll see where we are after those three weeks. I guess just let it do its work. So it's called, It's he's been diagnosed with a moderate posterior capsule strain. Strain. And that's in the pitching shoulder. A strain shoulder. and he's a shot. So yeah, that, well, the shot will help the healing. I mean, did, did, can can Randall get a PRP on his shoulder? Can, did that no, help him or no? His stuff sounds like more structural. You know yeah. I mean? PRP so for everybody out there, what they do is they... They take your blood, spin it, get all the white blood cells there, and yep. inject it into the area, hoping that fresh blood, because fresh blood is what heals injuries. Yes. Hoping that fresh blood is what, you know, heals it by putting it over it. Okay. Now, Singa is what? his? You said his shoulder? It's his pitching shoulder, yes. His shoulder, right? So, yeah. Randall can get it. I've had it done. Yeah. I think it's all like a placebo. Really? That, okay. that didn't work for me at all. Okay. I got all it right. in my wrist because I was getting my elbow. Remember I told you to get my elbow yep. scope? So I was like, ah, well, you know, I got a messed up ankle now. You might as well take it out and spin it. Yeah. You know, the doctor didn't mind being able to get make a little bit more money, put a little more cheese on his taco, so he sure. definitely did it. But I didn't feel anything. No? Okay. Yeah. Well, he's going to start this season on the injured list most likely uh, when they open the season March 28th against the Brewers. So he will not have the ball on the hill for that game, unfortunately. This is all because of shoulder fatigue that he was feeling after some BP sessions uh, during spring training. So that's Still a concern. Still got Seriano, baby. We can count on him. Mm, Sevy. Let's go, Sevy. Well, all right. How about this from the owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen, on the Meet the Apple podcast when talking about Pete Alonso? Listen, we want to keep him. He's an important part of our team today and hopefully in the future. We know the fans feel strongly about him. And I'm not toned down. Okay, like I totally understand the fans' love of Pete. I hope he hits 55 home runs and and makes it so difficult on me, you know, in free agency. So I would call that a great outcome. Stop striking out. He need to get that batting uh, average up. You know what I mean? Well, never mind what Pete. The Pete part of this, I think the Cohen part of this is very interesting. What he just said. You, you didn't you didn't catch like what he was doing there? I hear the people he got. I, perform. I, I love that. We're, yeah, we're not tone deaf. We know how much you love him. Yeah, so you want this money, if he wants it, that's right. If you want the money, the he know what he's saying. Do what Judge did. I think that's what he's saying. Steve Cohen is saying, make it impossible for me to say no. Have the season of your life, fifty-five home runs, and t- and show like you know what I mean. Like what he's saying is set our record and show me. Mm-hmm. That's and I'll what he's make saying. Sure, and I'll make sure you get your money in twenty thirty. And I'll pay. I, I think that's what he's saying. I love it. I actually under like today's market. We'll give it to you in twenty thirty. Yesterday's price <laughs> ain't today's price. Um, on to the Giants. So you asked the question about Saquon Barkley, and what, what have they done? Have they done anything on the Barkley front yet? Here's Jordan Renan from SportsCenter this morning. With Saquon Barkley, the Giants are not expected to use the franchise tag unless, of course, they're close to a long-term deal and they use it as a placeholder. But what reason do we have right now to think that's going to happen after the two sides last year? Remember, he was franchise tag this past season. We're not able to reach terms on a long-term deal. Now, based on my conversation, with Barkley over the past six months, he's not going to be disappointed that 
they're not using the franchise tag with him. Because what better way to determine your value than let the market dictate your value? Saquon Barkley hits the open market this offseason. He will find out what his true value is. Now, from the Giants' perspective, they look at it as there's a lot of veteran running backs available this offseason. What is the true value of a running back? They can still come back to Barkley after he hits the open market and have him return. Barkley has said many times he would like to retire a Giant, be a Giant for life. Hmm. So it sounds like no. As Jordan Renan said, that yeah, does I mean, not expect this to happen. And so we knew this from the summer, man. You, Allen, when we went out of that, when we knew I, there was going to yeah. be a lot of running backs available out Joe there. Joe Shane showed it. Yeah, he kind of did hint to it. But I, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm having a hard time believing the Giants are really going to just move on from this guy. I just, it's hard for me to believe Brees, this. Brees Hall was a second round draft pick. Like, so was Kenneth Walker the second. I know. But Guess what? You know who was drafted in the same talented draft? Talented players. You, you, he's a talented player. Do you, do you know? He's going to walk ta- for nothing. No, he's a talented player that did what? But they get a compensatory pick for him later. But oh, you know, but but he's he's a he's a uh, talented player that Baltimore was. Baltimore Ravens will win a Super Bowl with Saquon Barkley. Baltimore Ravens going to go get Derrick Henry. They, you think, you they, think they, they over him really? Yeah, because they got because oh. t- they got they can always bring back Gus Edwards or remember you remember Keaton Mitchell By is kind of like that Saquon Barkley guy like you, if, my my teammate's son that was averaging like six yards a carry that blew his ACL out that really hurt them like late late in the game so they want power and and, and then they got the speed by the other guys right so. Saquon, like I said before, the best place for Saquon to go is Dallas. the no, uh-uh. go play with CJ Stroud and be that leader, oh. veteran leadership. They got eighty-two million dollars in salary cap space. They can Ooh. afford to pay a little bit more because they ain't got to pay their quarterback for the next four mm-hmm. years. They got mm-hmm. Tank Dale coming back off an of injury. Mm-hmm. They got the best left tackle or one of the best left tackles in all of football in Ermy Tunsil. They was eating last year. You add Saquon Barkley to that. Because they, they already got their two receivers, Tank Dell and Nico Collins, uh-huh. right? And that's, so, a, and that's a good division, too, for him to play in. Oh, lightweight. Yeah. Lightweight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. That's a good call. I like that. Houston, And there's Texas. no state taxes. And so so they can, well, give him $15 million. they can give him $15 million a year, okay. and he's going to eat all that. And the salary cap just went up an extra $30 million. And they ain't really got well, nobody to pay. That's the other point. A couple yeah. linemen, they got to they shore up. And remember last year, they had a bunch of – um, one-year contracts. Mm-hmm. Sheldon Rankins. They had like all Blake Cat Cashman. All mm-hmm. those type of guys. All former Jets. Noah Fant. Mm. Okay. I mean, not right. George Fant. All right. You heard it here first, everybody. Saquon Barkley, Houston Texans. A great fit, Bart Scott says. Uh, how about this? Did you hear Mike Tannenbaum? The one thing I did hear last week, Mike Tannenbaum yeah, suggesting last year. that Russell Wilson will be the Jets' backup quarterback this year. Sorry, uh, so... Of course, a lot of question marks about a lot of questions about Russell Wilson and his future in Denver and what's going to happen there on the I Am Athlete podcast. Russ said that um, he only has one priority. I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through. Whether it's in Denver or somewhere else, I, I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there. For me, it's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win too. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. You know, I, I love the city and everything else, but you know, you also want to be a place that, that wants you too. So, the thing that I I, I want to do is, is, is win, man. That's all. That's all I care about. He wants to win two in the next five. Wants to feel the chill of the trophy again. I like that. That's a great line. But yeah, I mean, um, are you it's, buying it's, this, it's or does best, this feel the like best theater? Stuff, it's the best stuff his his promotion team ever wrote. <laughs> is he this theater? Well, yeah, this is all theater, huh? 
No, I, th- no, I think he wants to play. Nobody, no guy has. You know, I know we kind of look. Oh well, he'll take anything, or he'll, you know, he'll be classy on anything. Right. But you know that competitive balance still, you know, still burns, and he don't want that to be the defining um, two years of his career. I don't see him walking away. So maybe he goes and, and plays in, in Pittsburgh if, you know, you look at the fact that if, you know, they didn't bring back Mitchell Trubisky and if Pickett can't get it done, you know, that's a great option if they don't get Justin Fields. Um, so, you know, also look at, you know, maybe Tampa Bay. Interesting, too. You know, oh, Baker well, Mayfield Tampa. start Baker. feeling so. I thought they loved Baker, though. Nah, man. Baker might start feeling himself, and that's what I, got him out. I, I, I that's, that's what, but that's what got Baker out of Cleveland. Remember, yeah. Baker got out of Cleveland because he thought he was worth forty million dollars. They're like, nah, bro. I, I don't think he'll do that this time around. I think I think he wants a home. I think he I think Baker wants to put roots in. I think he feels it. I think he feels like Tampa's become home. I don't yeah. want to extend this too long because we're late. But Kirk does, Cousins, just just answer this quickly. Does Russ have anything left in your opinion that that a team should cons- like should consider him? I mean, I think like in the right situation, like I think in, I can see Russ in Atlanta with that type of team running a ball and him taking moon shots to big guys. It depends on the situation. Um, okay. But this year is the best year if you're going to go play for somebody else because that team can basically play, pay him like Brock Purdy and build everything else around him mm-hmm. for cheap. Okay. All right. Definitely a story to watch. All right, that's Audio Files, 800-919-3776. We get back to your calls, uh, back into the Knicks and NBA conversation at the 2 o'clock hour. Also, something that happened in college basketball over the weekend that we have to discuss because it's become uh, a huge topic of debate that kind of surprises me a little bit. So all that coming up and more. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's like Tom's playing these songs so he knows you're going to be home. Mm-hmm. See Mama. Yeah. Hi, right, it's Barton Hahn. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. Power Hour will come. We'll get back into the Knicks. They play tonight against Sparts Detroit Pistons. And then the tomorrow, it's a back-to-back. And then you got Zion and the Pelicans coming in. So, you know, we got 25 to go. Train keeps rolling as they wait for OG Ananobi and Julius Randle uh, to come back. But we'll see. How Randall is when he, if and when he does return, that's the biggest question. Tony in Deer Park wants to ask that question. What's up, Tony? What's up, fellas? I'm just uh, worried. Yeah. I'm worried because Randall's my guy. Um, you know, I love him. I think he's, I think he's great, and I think with Brunson, we haven't even seen him at his best. Um, I'm afraid though if he's if he's going to force himself back. Um. He ain't going to play well. He's a physical player. We need him at 100%. And I just feel like this year, which I don't know, man. I, I We have such a, a good team when we're healthy, I feel. I feel so confident in this team. But I don't know if it's – I don't know if, you know, all you're the hype. I wish question. they would just say – Tony, you're asking this question. Will we ever see them healthy? That's the question you're asking. Because yeah. what you saw in January is, is after that OG Ananobi trade, and now you don't know, like, okay, so give me that group and add what Boyan Bogdanovich can do offensively off the bench. Yeah. And you feel like, can you take on the Celtics? Can you beat them? You'd feel pretty good about it. But now you Absolutely. don't know what you're getting, and you don't know if we're ever going to see it, uh, at least this year. And I'd rather fair. they just say he's out for the year. I'd rather they just say it now, because now you're getting your hopes up, and he's going to come back. And you saw last year with that ankle. He, yeah. he will play. He will play with his arm falling off that mm-hmm. guy. 
Yeah, he will, but, but it might not be effective. And if it isn't, you know what people us. will do, and people and will people blame will, him. Yes, that's and right. I don't want that because that guy is too valuable to this team. Yeah, that, that's that. I think that's all the things you have to weigh, Tony. It's a great call. Thank you. That's all the things you have to weigh if you're him. Like if I'm his agent, Bart. If I'm if if you're Randall and I'm your agent, I'd be whispering in your ear. Listen to me, man. I know you want to play. You're that kind of guy. But just know what's going to happen. You're going to play, play and bad. you're going to be hurt. Yeah. And you know what if it what if your numbers are affected. They're going to blame you. They're going to put it on you. And, you can never answer the bell. Right? And they're, and they're not going to say, well, he was hurt. Because you know that the cynics, the critics will go, well, he's always hurt. Mm-hmm. Guy's always hurt. Big, strong guy, always hurt. Right? Like, like Tarzan, play like James. But what's funny thing is he's not always hurt because he, mo- he has been playing in all the games. He only gets hurt during the playoffs. It's just the worst time. <laughs> but he, this didn't, he didn't get hurt during the playoffs this time. This time he got hurt early. It's... You know, it more it sounds like surgery is not a a if it's a when, and it's can you get through a season or the rest of the season and play at a high level and avoid the surgery until the off season? Can he do that and still play at a high level? And that's a big question that needs to be answered. And I don't know, like you need to see him play. You need to see him play to know that. And if he's playing. He's not going to go, well, I can't really be effective, so let me sit out. He's going to give you all he's got. But the question is, will it be enough to satisfy people? Because I'm telling you, they aren't good enough to beat the Celtics this year. Just understand that. They're not. Unless the Celtics have injury problems themselves, which they have been remarkably healthy especially Porzingis, and Porzingis is their biggest issue. He's They don't have a matchup for him. So I don't, like, you can't have that expectation of they can beat a team like Boston. But can they get to that round and make it interesting and then say, okay, we're like you said, the, De- the Detroit Lions. Can they be that? Like, now you feel like you're on the verge. This is 1969, you know, when the Knicks couldn't beat the Celtics, and then they get the Debush tra- and now they're right there. Right, like that. Are, are they in that kind of range? Right. That's what we need to find out. So, all right. Eight hundred now. We're nine three seven seven six. We got the power hour coming up. The so gong is working. We're excited. Yeah, it, it is absolutely ready for that. So we'll get back into the next conversation with you. You get into the calls right now. Get them lined up, and we'll be talking with you on the other side. Stay with us, Barton Hahn, ninety eight seven ESPN. Gordon Damer at the ninety eight point seven Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Juan Soto with his first home run of the spring, the first of many home runs this year for the Yankees. Soto plays every single day during the regular season, but how many at bats does he need during spring training? I really need as much as I can. I like, I'm, I'm one of the guys that likes to take a lot of bats and take take hacks every time. Uh, you know, everybody's different, but for me, I, I need as much as I can uh, to first of all keep training my strikes on and to get the, get the power to get to up there in New York. And Soto Sound, courtesy of the Yes Network. That's brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time. It's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. 
Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.